Okay, we're rolling, buddy. Alrighty. All right. Today. Ready. I'm excited for today. I'm nervous for today. Yeah, I know. Anyway, welcome back, everybody, to the Taming Games podcast. Welcome, welcome. Today, like we said in the last episode, we're covering coup. top five list it, it made your top five it didn't make my top five but that doesn't mean i didn't enjoy it yeah i'm have been going through our rubric in my head about the game and i'm a little worried for some of the ratings i'm going to give it i don't want to that's fine it, it's an up there one for you so i don't want to that's the point and i'll be honest with my judgments on the game too okay i just enjoy playing it it's a fun one it really was it was a good time mm-hmm. cool so uh art and build art and Build. Why don't you take it away? Because I'm interested. You've only played this once with us. That is correct. Art and build for me. It is a very simplistic game. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's 16 cards, 20 cards. Roughly. Yeah. And then, Small deck. And then some power chips. And they're all neat and nice and contained. They're very thematic, which is good. I mean, it's it's beautiful art is on them. And all in all, I'd say it's a, it's a beautiful game. It really is. I would give it a... You know, I'm going to give it an 8. I like it. The characters look good. They, they have like a, a certain... Like, they fit their role that they're supposed to fit very well. You know, I'm looking at the captain card right now. And yeah. he looks like a hardened captain. You know, I'm looking at the assassin. The assassin looks... Like someone that you would expect to kill you or, you know, anything along those lines. Yeah. So I think it's beautiful. I think it's well done. I'm going to give it an 8 for art and build. Cool. May I add? Yeah. Very simplistic. Yeah, it is very simple. So don't expect this. There's no board. No board. It comes in a little box. Some cards and some tokens. Yeah. So that might make me lower it to a 7. Like it it is what it is, but don't, don't expect to be blown away by it. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm giving it a seven. There we go. Yep. Uh, probably for similar reasons. Um, it the characters very much feel on theme. It's a dystopian themed game, and the characters look like you plucked them right out of the Hunger Games. Yeah. They're all kind of ornamental and and things like that, but they still fit their their role. Um, for me, I don't love the tokens. They're yeah. too simple. For a $20 game, I would expect a little bit more, I guess. While we were playing, I actually noticed that the lines don't, like, they're not perfectly centered. Interesting. So, like, I tried to make reason of it, and they're all the the same, but they're all wrong and the same in my mind. I'm like, come on, just, you're you're off. You're not perfectly centered. What are you doing? (laughs) Interesting. I've never noticed that. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, it doesn't affect the gameplay at all. And they can be simple, but I don't know. I think it'd be cooler. Yeah, we're pulling out the token right now. It has a, uh, what is that called? Like an RFID token? Yeah, like an RFID. Yeah. Like a chip that a debit card would have on them. Yes. But it's just printed on the cardboard. 
it could it could be done beautifully but for the price it's it's yeah. it's a nice game yeah so seven and an eight at art and I, I revised mine to a seven as well oh okay the only reason mine wasn't an eight is because of the tokens that's fair and the only reason mine's not an eight is because i felt like it was just very simple i mean yeah. That's nice in some senses. You could fit it in a sandwich Ziploc baggie. Easy. Easily. But because of that, it's... I don't know. There's only so much you can expect. Yeah. Cool. So, to writing. I've actually never read the writing. Yes. And I learned this game without reading the instructions. But I have them here, and I like what I see. It's a small book. The gameplay is very simple, but... You know, having not learned it from the rule book, it's hard to give it a, an accurate kind of thought. Okay. But I'm going to give it a seven as well on that one. Okay. I feel like, I mean, I just learned the rules by you explaining them to me. I did enjoy that there were little help cards. So there's a little card that you get that explains what each character does. I felt like it wasn't the clearest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I feel like that card. For a lot of games, that card makes or breaks the game. Yeah. As to whether or not people will enjoy it. That card felt rushed and thrown together, and I feel like they could have done a better job at it. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I'm going to give it a a 6. Cool. I didn't read the rule book, but <clears throat> the writing, in-game writing, I was not impressed with. Okay. Interesting. I would, you know, I would agree with that, because for me, I like... Especially in games like this where you just kind of do one or two things on your turn. Mm -hmm. I like when they break that down. Mm -hmm. Because as complex as the game gets, you can always refer back to, okay, on my turn, I draw a card and do this. Or on my turn, I roll my dice and then do one of these three options or something like that. And a card that just says that. Yeah. And so the card explains what you can do, but it doesn't really tell you how to do what you can do. So I agree. Okay. With your thought, but I'm going to keep mine a seven. All right, I'm definitely keeping mine a six. Cool. So you just learned the game. How did learning curve go for you? I felt like... I mean, we played for probably an hour and a half. Yeah, we, we played that ten rounds probably. Easily. Yeah. Um, I felt like the learning curve... It was a little overwhelming to start Mm -hmm. and then once i started to wrap my mind around what it was it was still somewhat overwhelming okay because there was you know there's not that many roles but in the game people lie about the roles they have the whole time so in my head i'm like oh oh, jesse's doing this well why is he doing that oh because he has this card and then the next turn he's doing something totally different i'm like well why is he doing that (laughs) well he's he has this card i'm like well okay like, what's actually going on? By the end, I enjoyed it, and and I, I was happy. You know, I, I had a... Not by the end. The whole time I enjoyed playing it. Mm-hmm. That being said, I had just worked a 60-hour week. Before, yeah. Like, I was pretty mentally fried. Yep. So, learning a game with a lot of moving parts at that point in time was... It was a lot for me. But I liked it. I would give the learning curve aspect of it... After the first playthrough, the game is clear, right? That the Learning curve, there's always the two parts. Yeah. After the first game, 
Do you understand the game? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a nine. How long does it take to master the game? It's a four. Okay. I felt like even after playing for an hour and a half, I was like, what am I doing? Like, why? Why? What's going on? Yeah. So, and maybe it was just, you know, me being mentally fried. I couldn't, I couldn't handle that right then. But, okay. Yeah. Cool. For me, so when I first played this game, I was with a group of probably six or seven people. And there was only one person that had ever played it. Wow. And contrary to when we played it with you guys, it was two of us who had played it and two of us who hadn't. And I think we quickly saw the imbalance. You know, I think I won like the first four rounds against you guys. Yeah, you did. And then Sammy and you guys started to win rounds too. But I think learning it with an entire group of people that hadn't learned it, it was more enjoyable it was a little bit more of a level playing field. Okay. I but I do that. feel like I pick up games quickly as well. So I'm going to give it an eight for just initial learning how to play um, because it is kind of complex. Not not the role that the cards have, the cards have, but more the the role that you have in making the decision to lie or not to lie and how to like do that. Even in the basic first game, I think that's kind of a tricky thing. And then mastering it, I would probably give it a five with that same reasoning is like, if you just play your characters and don't lie, you can still win. It's just a lot harder when you can really master the, the art of deceit in this game and the poker face and you're able to use that to your advantage. I think it makes a huge difference and that's harder to do. So, I'm giving it a five there. Gotcha. Makes sense. Go for it. Cool. Interaction and social. So I think this is a very social game. Because there is that lying aspect, you you do have to engage with the other players quite a bit. Albeit just saying, hey, I'm doing this, and they can take you your word for it or call you a liar and then there's a whole process at that point to see if you are being honest or not but the whole game is kind of based around those interactions um so as far as as far as socialness goes i'm going to give this game an eight because i feel that even though you're deceiving your friends and trying to kill them at the same time it's enjoyable. Okay. So. Uh, social for me, there is a lot of like, you know, it's it's a deception game, which obviously comes with a lot of social. It obviously comes with a lot of, hey, this is what I'm doing, haha, wink, you know, type of thing. And I enjoyed it. I think that it is definitely an, like, you don't walk away from this game with friends. I mean, you do. You you walk away with friends. You're you're not dividing the family with it. But you you don't walk away buddy buddy with people. Yeah. You know, you there very rarely is a time where you're like, hey, that was some good work. Like, and you lied to me so well. Yeah. Guy <laughs> doesn't happen. You know, just just doesn't happen. So, uh, I think that I think for me, social is going to be. A six. 
There's a lot of social aspects to it, but you're never on anyone's team, really, unless you're like what you were saying when we played, you won four times in or five times in a row. And I was like, okay, let's take this guy out. We're just going to kill him. And then the three of us will play really quick. Yeah. So that's what we did. Like, I was like, okay, see ya. So that's uh that's why social for me is a little lower. Okay. I like it though. Yeah. Cool. Time. Yeah. This game is great on time. It you is. You sit down and you can play a full round in 10 minutes yeah if i would not. agree with 10 minutes the yeah. box claims 15 maybe for six players 15 but yeah with our group of four that we had we were we were cranking out rounds about really every quickly. 10 minutes yeah. yeah so time i think is is a really good aspect of this game i would give it a eight yeah i'm giving it a nine on time for the same reason um it's the perfect amount of time for what you're doing in the game. It's a simple enough game to where if it were to go 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, it would drag on. It would get really boring just because you're only really doing one thing per turn and your options of what you can do on your turn are kind of limited. And so, yeah, I think it's it fits the time frame for its gameplay perfectly okay so that's i i agree yeah it's essentially what you need to do in the amount of time it takes to do is is well balanced yep. you don't feel rushed you don't feel underwhelmed the whole time but that leads me to replayability yes i think you're gonna dislike my answer here no i could never you could you, you should from time to time <laughs> This game, so we played it for an hour and a half. I enjoyed it for that hour and a half that we played. The whole time I had a good time. Thinking about it now, I'm like, yeah, okay, we can play it. Not really like, yes, I want to play that game again. I need to play that game again. Yeah. I will because I want to get better at it. I want to continue to learn it. Mm -hmm. But for me, an indicator of if a game is good or not is if I look it up and put it in my Amazon card after I play it. And I didn't. And this one didn't Kuhn. make it. Didn't make it. So replayability for me is a four. I'm content to have a friend that has it that I can play. Cool. Cool. For me, the replayability is going to be an eight. Really? Yes. There's only like five people and they each only do one thing. I know, but every time you play and every time you play with different a different group of people, it's totally different. Okay. Because the gameplay isn't constrained just to the, the game itself. But every time you have a new person added to the mix who lies or strategizes in a different way, it totally alters the game and huh. like what you're doing. The first time that I played this, we played an entire weekend. Like mostly just played this and maybe one other game. Yeah. And as soon as I left, I wanted it. Like I wanted to buy it and have it. And it's it's like the game that I bring to like family members' house over holidays just because one, it's small. And two, I think it's the perfect like little quick game it is a good one i maybe i was a little harsh on my replayability score. i mean you gotta you gotta say it how it is for I, you you know yeah and maybe when we play with like a different group you'll feel differently you yeah. know i i think i don't know if four players is the optimal number i would say six makes it very interesting okay it adds a lot to the game maybe that was my issue so. is it was just like there were like that's the other thing is is if 
you can't make a lot of moves. Consequences are very harsh, right, in this game. Like, you're dead in two turns, or one turn if you play bad. Yeah. So consequences are very harsh, and I don't love that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, okay, I just don't want to... Like, you can very quickly be sitting for eight to ten minutes watching everyone else play. In the first round, yeah. at no fault of yours. Mm-hmm. That's actually a point that I'm going to get to in fun. Cool. Well, here we are. Um, I appreciate that there are aspects of this game that are stoppable. You know, you can have the assassin that can kill people or the contra- con- contessa. Contessa. That can prevent that. There's there's a lot of interactions between things. However, there is a coup, which costs seven power points, that's unstoppable. So there's times where it'll be down to the last two people, and it's starting to be a really good fight, but then it's just a race to who gets seven points first. Okay. It's like, ah, fine. So it almost just in my mind feels like there's, I don't know, I guess I just like a little bit more time to work out the strategy and to to put things in place and let them come to fruition. Okay. Uh, for cool. me, I'm going to give a fun, probably a seven. Interesting. That's what I'm going to do. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I already wrote it down. Um, for me, it's just, a, it's a fun game, but it's not like the funnest game, you know? That being said, it did make my top five, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you. It's just, it's quick. And so, like you said, it's hard to develop that strategy and it does come to a point where it could just be totally imbalanced by the end of the game. Like one person just demolishes near the end because of where they're at. Yeah. And that being said, like if people see that they can they can stop it, but but they don't always see that. Yep. You know, like yeah. I, I don't know. I just felt like there were some imbalances in it. I was yeah. like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't my idea of fun." Cool. I will say, I have never played it, but the expansion removes coup. You took the coup out of coup? Yes. Interesting. And I don't know how that affects the gameplay, but I imagine it's interesting. Yeah, so it could be a maybe, different change of Maybe pace. I'll get the expansion and we'll cover it down the road. I'm in for it. Cool. Um, Final thoughts. Good, bad? It's a good game for me. I mean, I've kind of already said this in a couple a couple different ways, but it's small, it's easy to bring around with you, and depending on the group and, and the time frame that you have, it creates plenty of unique gameplay, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's it's a good game for me. It's worth it, and I like having it. So, For me, I will say I'm glad to know someone that has it, uh, that being said, it's not one that I need on my shelf. So I enjoy playing it. I really had a good time and I would actually ask if, you know, if we were having a game night, I would ask you to bring it over again. Yeah. But I don't need it. I'm okay not to play it. So I don't know if that's good or bad. It's right in the middle. Yeah. It's, I have fun with it, but I'm not, I'm not dying without it and I'm not. 
you know, going out of my way to buy it. Yeah. So I like it. It works. So, I mean, I, I'd give it a five cool. on good or bad with 10 being the best game and one being the worst. So mine's going to be an eight. Okay. And then yes or no, would you buy it? I did buy it after having played it and I do want to buy the expansion. So yes, I would buy it. Okay. It's not a, it's not a crazy expensive game, so I feel like it's worth the buy. That's the point that I'm at. Like looking at it, we just talked about the price uh, in our top five mm-hmm. podcast that we did, and I think you said it was fifteen dollars or yep. right around there. Yeah, for fifteen dollars, it's a good deal. I think that you could find a game that's better suited. Like Code Names is also fifteen dollars. Yeah, and that's the game we're covering in the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that game is more of a. I like that game more. Like I a think. better buy. I think so, you yeah. Would say. So, so would you buy it? Like if you have $15 on Amazon and you don't know what to spend it on, sure, go for it. But. That's not the, the game to buy. I agree. Cool. In my opinion. I like it. All right. All right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in for this episode covering the game Q. And let us know what you think. Agree, disagree. Tell us what you think. This is one of the first games we've had vastly different takes. Yeah. And they weren't even they, they weren't even that different still. Yeah. Like it this was just like the biggest divide that we've had between our I would agree. Yeah. And, Up until and, this point we've just covered games that we both thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. And this one I thoroughly enjoy and this one's meh for you. Yeah, it's, it's I so. mean like if like I said, if you brought it over and everyone was like, Let's play cool, I'd be like, Okay, bet. But if you brought it over and it was like, Hey, what are we gonna play? I would maybe like, like, if I went down to the game cupboard and pulled games out and said, okay, these are the ones. That one's staying in there. It might either stay in there or it'd be like at the bottom of the stack. Okay. Like, I'd probably <laughs> grab it, but it'd be like, mm, I guess I'll grab that one. Like, if we play all the other games, yeah, then that one gets a turn. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, tune in next week. We're covering code names. Yes. You know what we didn't do? What? We didn't do a history section. Well, shoot. I can find something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Koo is just it's it's just a modern game. It's created by indie games. They've got a bunch of different games. There you go. Check them out. Indiegames.com. There we go. <laughs> little 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 plug. Little free plug in there. There you go, indie games. <laughs> Reach out. We'll talk about compensation. <laughs> Use code Taming Games on indiegames.com to get zero percent off now. That's a that's a good deal. That's the best deal. It's not 100% <laughs> off. It is 0% off. 0% off. There we go. Go get it. All right. That's all. <laughs> <laughs>